Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Congressman Lou Barletta of the 11th Congressional District announced that he would like to seek a U.S. Senate seat. He will face Bob Casey if he goes through the primary successfully. He joins us right now on WILK. Good morning, Lou. Morning, Sue. Nice to talk to you. It's great to talk to you. What have the last 26 hours been like? Well, it's been a, actually, it's been a load off my chest. Uh, you know, this has been something that, uh, that I've been thinking about and considering uh, for, for the past few months, uh, talking with, uh, with Mary Grace, my family, the girls, my friends, uh, people around the state, people in Washington. You know, it's a big decision. Um, you know, I, I sit in, in what is a fairly safe seat for me. Um, could, could probably hold on to that uh, if, I, if I wanted to. Uh, but at the end of the day, Sue, that's not what I went to Washington for, and that's really what it came down to. Um, this is not about me. One vote, and I realize this after looking at that vote that, uh, for the Affordable Care Act for Obamacare, uh, one vote could make a difference between continuing with President Obama's policies or, or voting for and helping the policies that the American people voted for, taking our country in a totally different direction. This one vote, this election, right here in Pennsylvania, could be the difference. And at the end of the day, I felt a responsibility uh, to, uh, to to risk my seat uh, for our country. You've taken risks before in your life, though, right? I have. You know, I, I have when I when I started a, a business, when Mary Grace and I started our business, when everyone thought I was crazy because, you know, we didn't have any money. We, we, we didn't really know what we were doing, but but we worked hard. I took a risk when I decided to uh, to change directions of my life and, and run for mayor of Hazleton because I didn't like the politics here in Hazleton. I took a risk when I uh, ran against uh, Paul Kanjorski. Everyone said I was crazy. He was a giant here in this district. A uh, district that was heavily Democrat, um, you know, so that's never been um, uh, an obstacle for me. It, you know, for me, it's been what do I think is right and and have the courage to do it. You know, when I, you know, when I dealt with the problem of illegal immigration in Hazleton, nobody in the country uh, was willing to stand stand forward. And in fact, politicians went out of their way to stay away from me uh, when I first. Uh, when I first took on that battle, it was a governor's race at the time, and I, I think it was McCain, Clinton, and Obama. You know, they were traveling all over Pennsylvania, but nobody would come to Hazleton. And I said, this must be, a, <laughs> it must be because of me. Um, but, you know, I just do what I think is right, and, and I'm not afraid. And, um, you know, if I lose an election because I stood up for what I believe in, then, then so what? You know, it's, uh, it's, about, it's about the reason you're doing it, not, not about yourself. Okay, and uh, obviously, if you make it through the primary, you would be challenging uh, Bob Casey of of Scranton. Why do you believe, Lou, that he needs a strident challenger? Uh, where Where do you believe that he has failed Pennsylvania? Well, first of all, too, I believe I believe in term limits. Um, you know, and, and spending a short time in Washington just confirms what I believe that sometimes people stay there too long. Uh, you begin to lose touch with. With the people you represent, when I when I went uh, when I ran for Congress, I said I would only serve 10 to 12 years. 
Um, and I believe 12 years is enough for, for the Senate, and, and uh, it's time for, for someone else. Uh, the most important thing is, in those 12 years, you know, what do you think about it? And what people mostly tell me is, is that they, they don't really know what, uh, you know, what has been accomplished in, in those 12 years. But what we do know is that the people of Pennsylvania wanted something different than, than Barack Obama's policies when they voted for Donald Trump. And I think it's wrong to go against what the American people and the people of Pennsylvania voted for, uh, to vote against the American worker and, and to, to basically uh, just resist whatever the president is going to do because, you know, because he's from the other party. And that's, I think it's wrong. And what makes it so important, Sue, is that this one vote could be the whole difference. It could be the difference between Obamacare. It could be the difference between securing our borders, stopping illegal immigration, infrastructure, the next Supreme Court justice, which will affect our country for 30 or 40 years. And, w and when I think of all that, uh, that we know what we're going to get if we continue, um, you know, sending somebody to Washington who's going to stand in the way of what the people voted for, I could be the difference. And, and uh, I've got to, you know, I've, I had to step forward. When uh, President Obama was the president, he was from the other party. Lou, what did you do in order to work with him on an issue or two? Well, so, you know, I, I go, you know, we can go back. People can, can say things, but I think I can prove uh, what, what I say. You know, I've gone, I've gone back to my time as mayor. Uh, it didn't matter if, if a person was Democrat or Republican. I worked with city council. I didn't care what their registration was. Hazleton was a city that was two-to-one Democrat. You know, I won three elections here with, the last time with 90% of the vote. Um, yeah, so it's the same thing with, with running against Konjorski. The district was almost two-to-one Democrat. So I've always been able to re relate to people regardless of, of their registration. When I went to Washington, I saw how how partisan politics was holding back our country. I didn't go to Washington. Like, a good day for me is not making somebody else on the other side look bad. Uh, you know, a good day for me is actually working together. And that means you're not going to get everything you want. And, and you have to be willing to do that. So, so to do my part, I joined a bipartisan working group. Uh, when I got there, there's 27 of us, uh, Democrats and Republicans, who meet every morning, at, every Tuesday morning when we're in Washington at 8 o'clock in the morning to work together. Uh, I come home and I try to practice that same uh, that same thing. I've partnered with Senator Yudichak, uh, a Democrat, on on so many things. Whether it was, uh, you know, trying to stop gangs from our communities, and and now, you know, most importantly, uh, saving and bringing an after-school program, the Shine program, to to Luzerne County. President Obama, has, in my my time as a chairman on a subcommittee on transportation and infrastructure, uh, I worked with President Obama. On, on what he wanted, what he agreed with, with that we have to begin to shrink the, the federal footprint uh, of, of uh, properties uh, in the United States. So that was something that we agreed on and, and, uh, and worked together with in the administration in, in accomplishing that. So it doesn't matter where the idea comes from. Uh, there are a lot of policies that I com completely disagree with, and, and, uh, and that's okay. But, but where there's agreement, I think you've got to work together. I, I don't think you can take an attitude that, I'm going to resist no matter what the president does, and before he even does it, and that that flies in the face of, of Pennsylvania voters. Um, you have been lauded and criticized for the work that you did as the mayor of Hazelton regarding uh, a crackdown on illegal immigration, which has been uh, obviously not 
successful in in terms of the ability to enforce it. But to, uh, how do you see this? Because a lot of people criticize you for possibly wasting assets to fight this in court and, and so on and so forth. So sure. how do you well, see if this? Want, if people want to criticize me for standing up and, and trying to protect and defend the people that I represent in Hazleton, uh, I'm okay with that because that's what I took an oath to do. And the reason I had to do it is because those that were in Washington wouldn't and didn't. And it created a problem that 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 trickled down right into small towns like Hazleton and, and all across the country. And nobody would do anything about it. Our population in Hazleton grew by 50%, which is a huge growth for a city. But our tax revenue remained the same. You know, it is impossible to provide services to people when, when you don't have the revenue. You have a bigger population and you don't have the revenue. And I saw how illegal immigration affected our communities, whether it was in the emergency room of our hospitals, whether it was in our, in our schools, whether it was in our police department, whether it, it, it was just the quality of life. And, and nobody, I went to Washington in December 2005 soon. This was the Republicans, uh, it was a Republican administration. And I met with the Department of Justice and asked for help. I said, I need help. I, you know, I can't do this uh, on our own. And they were great. They brought in all these experts to talk to me. And at the end of the day, they gave me a coffee mug, uh, a lapel pin, a pat on the back, and, and sent me home. And I realized the federal government caused this problem, but they weren't going to do anything about it. And, and I did. Yes, I, you know, yes, the, 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 the bill that I wrote that here in Hazleton was shot down by a, uh, a liberal Third Circuit court, which brings us to the importance of appointing people to the courts uh, that, that won't legislate from the bench. Uh, but my law uh, has been used across America. The state of Arizona used the business portion of our law, went to the Supreme Court, and won. So the, the business portion of the Hazleton Law is legal in the Ninth Circuit. Fremont, Nebraska used the entire ordinance we wrote here and won in the Eighth Circuit. And many cities across America uh, have followed that. So, uh, you know, had, had we been in another, another district, uh, the law may be legal, but more importantly, it began a movement in America where the American people said illegal immigration is wrong. And, uh, and, and for that, I, I don't apologize. As for where we stand now, there, of course, there have been some pieces of legislation that you've been uh, a part of, including uh, defunding sanctuary city, cities, and uh, if you overstay your visa, that could be a crime, and 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 so on and so forth. Uh, my my question is kind of broad based. Do you believe that the people in the United States are coming around to these ideas based upon what they see and what they hear, and uh, about the border wall? How do you feel about that at this moment? So. So I believe that the American people didn't have to come around. I, I believe the American people were already there because they saw firsthand how illegal immigration uh, depresses the wages of the American worker. It's a threat to the American worker. It's a threat to the legal immigrants who came here, waited, came here properly, and now found themselves pushed out of a job uh, because of illegal workers. So, I, you know, I, I've argued from from the back from the time when I was mayor that the American people understand the threat it is to the American worker, the American family, our national security of of what not doing anything about illegal immigration uh, is. 
it's been our politicians who, who, who don't have the courage to stand up and say it. Listen, I t- I've taken a lot of criticism for it. I've been called every name in the book. Uh, and and I, I didn't back down because I believe, you know, we need to stand up for the American people. And, and politicians are afraid to do that because they're afraid of losing an election. They're afraid of being called names. So therefore, they wait till they think it's safe. And I, I've watched this from the time that I first stood up. Politicians who, who criticize me, you know, I remember Sue when Kate Steinle, you remember that she's a 32-year-old girl who was killed with her father by an illegal immigrant who was, who was uh, left, came back into the country five times. Uh, you know, the very first bill I introduced when I got to Washington was, was a bill punishing sanctuary cities. I was a mayor that was, was ridiculed and criticized for standing up and enforcing our laws. And then there are mayors around the country who defy, thumb their nose at, 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 at the federal government and, and become a safe haven for illegal immigrants. So the very first bill I did was to introduce that, uh, to, to go against sanctuary cities. I couldn't get anybody to co-sponsor the bill. But then when Kate Steinle was killed, so many politicians in Washington ran to the TV cameras to, to say, you know, we need to do something about this. They've been saying this, Sue, for, from before I was mayor. And, and um, so, no, I, I, I don't think the American people came around on it. I think politicians who think now it's safe to talk about it uh, are coming around, and the American people are tired of that. They're tired of politicians who will say what, what you want to hear but, but don't have the courage to, to do anything about it, and they, they're more worried about getting themselves elected than, than, than saying, listen, this is right, and if I don't get elected for it, I'll go home knowing that I did what I thought was right. Uh, your election, uh, when you did to take down the uh, veteran lawmaker, Paul Kanjorski, a Democrat in a Democrat area, I believe was achieved in part because of his vote for uh, the Affordable Care Act. And if I misremember that, you can say, no, that's not it. But this thing is really, uh, I mean, it, it's languishing now. and And I guess there's a notion out there that some people actually like it, and uh, if you should try to do anything about it, you're going to pay the price. Um, how do you see it? Because well, it's it's something that uh, the president wanted done, and it hasn't been done, and a lot of people were unsatisfied with the way it was written. So how do you see this? Well, there's no, there's no question. The Affordable Care Act obviously was a, a, a main issue uh, in many elections, and part, part of the reason Donald Trump got elected as well, and, and, and so many in Washington who voted to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. I mean, here in Pennsylvania, and, and you know, we could, we could talk about that one vote, which would have eliminated it, but here in Pennsylvania, we've, we've seen our premiums uh, increase by 125 percent. Uh, you know, how many people here, you know, Sue, pe- pe- many people are struggling to pay their bills week to week. Uh, so to do nothing about it and to have one vote be the difference it, I think it's very important, and, and, and you know whether it's Bob Casey or any other Democrat in in Washington, they are responsible for for us having the Affordable Care Act, and I'm responsible. Uh, you know, yes, we we focused so much on John McCain's vote uh, that that was the difference, but you, not not one Democrat voted to realize that this is a problem. The American people can't afford it, and and uh, we need to do something where where health care is affordable and 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 accessible. And that's the difference, and that's what this election is going to be about. You know, whether we want to continue with, uh, with Obamacare and the other policies that Barack Obama 
uh, you know, put in place or go in another direction like the American people voted for and stand with the workers and stand with the American people. And that's what I'm going to do. And uh, finally, I, I can't let you go without asking you how much impact President Trump had on your decision to run for Senate. Um, well, you know, I was obviously encouraged, uh, you know, by him because he ran on, on many policies that I believe believe in. And that's why I was one of the early, one of the first in Washington to endorse him, because I didn't want another politician. It's, it's not working. Uh, and, and he was saying things that, that I already believed in, and, and, and that's what I wanted. So, uh, you know, I, I gravitated to him because I, I wanted things done differently in Washington, and so did the American people. So, obviously, he wants somebody uh, in, in the Senate because the balance of the Senate could be right here in Pennsylvania, just like people of Pennsylvania sent Donald Trump to the White House, we can also send somebody to the Senate that could make sure that the policies that they like will actually happen. So that's how important this, this election is. It's, it's that one vote. And, and I look at it as a responsibility, as I said it in my announcement video, um, Sue. I, I, I look at this that this is my responsibility. I am maybe one of a few people who could, who could win this election. And to sit back and say, I'm going to just sit in my own safe seat. Uh, I'm willing to whisk, risk my job because it's much bigger than me. It's, it's about our country and the direction we're going. And that's, at the end of the day, why I made this decision. The, the media would have us believe that uh, Donald Trump is a burden to just about everybody. And you will be, obviously, yoked to him. Are you okay on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine because I don't believe that the people that voted for Donald Trump that wanted different policies, that, that care about securing our borders, that want to stop illegal immigration, that want, us, want uh, businesses to stop leaving America and leaving our jobs behind, all the things that he's willing to, to do to make sure that we're safe, to make sure we have an education, to take care of our veterans, uh, you know, who could be against that? And, 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 you know, so to be against Donald Trump because he's Donald Trump, uh, is not an option for me. I believe in the policies. I want to take care of our veterans. I want, I want to put America first. I believe that we should, and we should protect the American workers and secure our borders. Uh, those are the things I'm going to fight for, and that's the difference in this election. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be continuing with, with President Obama's policies or Hillary Clinton's policies, uh, which, which is not what the American people wanted to. So, yes, uh, you know, I'm not going to run away for what, from what I believe in and for what I stand for. Uh, people here at home, uh, you know, they've known me in a long time, and, and I'm going to go there and do what I think is right and, uh, and not worry about winning or losing elections. It's not about me. It's about our country. Lou Marletta announcing yesterday he would run for United States Senate in Pennsylvania. Thanks for taking all this time this morning to explain why and the particulars. We appreciate it. Thanks, So I need people to, to, to help me. Go to LouBarletta.com if you want to join the fight. Okay. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.